Welcome to Women Waken, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency to a state of divine feminine love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has faced most of the issues that I address on this show. On today's Divine Feminine Solo episode, I explore the topic of forgiveness. I offer some ideas around the importance and power of exercising forgiveness, the repercussions of holding on to anger and not allowing for forgiveness. And then I offer some ways to practice forgiveness on the spiritual plane if we're not able to actually forgive someone directly or fully in our physical experience in this lifetime. So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with a Divine Feminine solo episode. Today I want to talk about forgiveness, the nature of forgiveness, the repercussions of holding on to anger and not offering or experiencing forgiveness, how that affects us. And then I also want to talk about ways to forgive those in the spirit realm while we're still here on earth, if we can't express or experience forgiveness for somebody that we are currently physically in this lifetime with might sound confusing, but I'm going to clarify it, explain what I mean. So first let's talk about forgiveness. Why is forgiveness so powerful? Well, forgiveness is essentially the releasing the freedom for our emotional body after we've experienced a hurt and injustice, a negative experience with another. And we hold on and we have this feeling of anger, of resentment towards someone or something or some situation that occurred. Anger is a very dense energy. It's really heavy in our bodies and it's heavy in our heart. When we have anger, it keeps our heart clouded. We're not able to have a clear heart when we feel truly anger, anger towards somebody angry at something that is a very energized feeling that will cloud our judgment, cloud our hearts, keep us from feeling that connection to others because we feel resentful and angry. And rightfully so we go through situations in this life that are very upsetting, whether somebody harmed us physically or somebody hurt us or manipulated us mentally or did something that betrayed our trust or betrayed our confidence in them or the connection we thought we had with them, maybe someone we love deeply. It's all very upsetting and it affects our emotional body. However, when we hold on to anger and resentment and we don't achieve forgiveness around a certain situation or for a certain person, then we are failing to see and connect with the light within them. There is the phrase namaste. 
which means the light in me honors the light in you. Everything is of the light. Everything is of source of God, everything. Yet when we are harmed or hurt by another, we're never truly harmed by anybody because the, the word harm is something deep, right? That means that it would impact us at an, a soul level. Nothing can impact us at a soul level. Our soul is unharmable. So we're never harmed, but we can be hurt, right? We can be, cause it's a surface level thing. When I think of the word hurt, it's, it's surface level, it's physical harm is something that's a deep, deep thing that doesn't exist because at a soul level, we can never be harmed because that's not, that's something that would last. So when we are hurt by somebody and we feel that we are unable to connect with the light in another, because we see them in such a different light, we see them as something that is cruel and abusive and mean or deceptive, manipulative, whatever it might be, then in this present physicality, we don't feel capable of forgiving them. And so we feel that way, right? So let's give an example. Let's say you have a family member who lashed out at you physically and harmed you physically over and over again. So every time that you subjected yourself to their presence, maybe you forgave them a few times. You said, okay, that I understand that you're upset that day. You drink too much. So you're around them and they continue to hurt you physically until finally you say, I cannot be around you. And I'm, I have so much anger for you. I can't believe that you've done this to me. I don't know why you would treat me. We have all these questions, right? Again, rightfully so. That's very hurtful. It's very painful to be treated that way by somebody that you thought should care for you and love you enough to never want to hurt you or harm you. The truth is that they're acting out from their own pain within. You don't want to keep that pain within you because resentment breeds anger. Anger breeds resentment. It goes both ways. And neither of them are neither of them are outgrowths that you want. Those result in being cruel, of being impatient, of being unkind to others because you're hurting again, just like the person that harmed you. So we don't sorry, use that word harm. Hurt you, not harmed. Can never be harmed, not truly. But let's say you get to a point where you're trying to make peace with yourself, within your body, emotionally, physically, mentally, but you have this lingering anger. You have maybe of somebody that you're disconnected from, that you haven't resolved an issue with, yet you feel like you're not able to do so because again, they've harmed you so much. They've betrayed your trust over and over again. What can you do to release yourself? Because there's a lot of wonderful sayings, statements, quotes about uh, resentment, about not forgiving. And essentially the idea is that when you don't forgive someone, it's like shooting an arrow and trying to hit somebody else. And it just fires back into your own heart because we are the ones that carry the burden of our lack of forgiveness. It's not somebody else. We're not ever able to actually impact somebody. So we carry the weight of our lack of forgiveness and that anger that we carry around with us. So again, what can we do when we feel that, when we recognize I am still getting fired up at times, we're playing over what this person did to me and what happened between us and feeling that anger that again is very, a very unpleasant feeling. What can we do? So something that I was introduced to that someone shared with me once when I was frustrated with somebody in my life that I felt 
time and time again, no matter how we tried there in this lifetime, we were just not connecting that I, that it felt like there was, there was always an imbalance in our relationship that I was always feeling like there wasn't true candidness, openness, honesty with this person. And, but they were a significant person in my life and I didn't want to have this, this anger with them. But anytime I tried to express myself, I didn't feel like I was truly heard or that any real changes were made. So I was working with a spiritual coach at the time and they shared, well, you can visit this individual in the spirit realm. You can visit their soul because again, the light in me honors the light in you. We are all of the light. We are playing out an experience in the physical world right now. That's what we're doing on earth. We're just having a fun little experiment of what it's like to be physical in the body, to have our memory erased of who and what we truly are, which is a spirit connected to everything eternally. So we want to have this unique chance to experience life on a day-to-day basis where the sun rises and sets and where there's seven days of the week and where there's nighttime and daytime and you and me and men and women, all these different dualities, right? But if we are able to go into the spirit realm, we can always connect with any individual that we know in this lifetime with their higher self, with their higher source, with their soul. And when we do so, then we remember who they really are, who you might meet in this lifetime is not always an example of their highest form. People are at very different levels in this life because they're learning. They came here to learn a lesson. Some people are further along and expanding their consciousness and remembering more clearly who they really are. Some people are not as far along. They're still early on in the process, maybe a newer soul in earth learning and remembering. So they might act out. They might might get into some more deceptive practices because they're, they haven't really learned who they are yet. But when we go to the realms and meet them there, then we can connect with them with love because we can see them for who they truly are. You can also do this with partners, with past partners. I also have people that I used to have a relationship with and it didn't end well. And that can be really hard to have that lack of closure, that lack of having a, a nice ending where you, you know, come to terms and you're able to be heard and you make peace with somebody. Sometimes relationships end abruptly or not so pleasantly, and you're not able to have that. So I've done that in relationships as well, or especially if it was somebody where I really felt, you know, this wasn't a very good person. They didn't treat me very well. They don't really have a great track record. I found out some pretty upsetting things about them. So you feel, again, as I was saying before, in this lifetime, it's not possible to connect in a safe, healthy way. And it's not possible to feel actually heard and seen by them and to actually see and hear them because they're not fully present in that way. So you can meet on the realms and you can connect with their true self because then you can find it in you to forgive because then you're seeing them in their true light. So you can do this through meditation. You can do this through, you know, simply maybe taking some space to spend some time in nature an afternoon on a walk, and maybe just sitting under a tree and picturing that person walking towards you in their highest light, picturing them with radiant light around them. It's their soul self. There's lots of different descriptions about people's soul selves. Something else I've heard before is that if you have a loved one who is very, very sick right before they die, it often happens. I remember Uh, somebody told me this about their friend whose wife was dying from cancer. And as the cancer progressed, she became less and less, you know, the, the, 
version of herself that this person knew and loved, right? She was frail. She was sick. She lost her hair. She was dying. And right before she passed, the version of her that was young and useful as this person knew her came to him and said, I have to go now. You have to let me go. And he said that in that moment, she was the most radiant, beautiful thing he'd ever seen. It was her full self, but even more, she was glowing. Her brilliance was showing. And the next day she died, she passed on. So he was seeing her true soul self coming forward and saying, because here's the other thing, as I was saying before, you can never actually be harmed. Anyone who see you see who's dying a part of that's their physical self, right? That's all it is. Their infinite radiant self is always there. So you can also do this, whether it's forgiveness or not, if you've lost a loved one, or if you've, if you're struggling with end of life, you know, some people watch a loved one, perhaps their parents, they come to be their caretakers and it can drag on for years. And all this person that you knew is very vibrant and very active is now this frail person whose life is very limited. And that can be devastating to see someone that way. But you can also do the same exercise to connect with their higher self where they are their same youthful, vibrant self, because that's their true soul self. So back to the image of sitting out under that tree and seeing that person's essence walk to you again, maybe it could be, maybe it's your father who just never really was able to make that connection with you, to love you, to give you what you deserved as a a child. You can see them walking towards you and picture them as not as the person that you knew in this lifetime, but as their higher self, which is a part of source, which is the light self and see them coming towards you with nothing but love to give. And you can even place and put in the words that you need to hear, which is, I love you and you deserve so much more. And we had our agreements and what we were going to experience in this lifetime. But please know that if it's keeping you from having your peace, that I am part of me is still existing in the spirit realm. And I love you. And I will always care about you and you're forever loved and cared about. And I'll, we'll be together again in the spirit realm. So just this idea of connecting with people. We live in a physical world, right? Where there are, we live a lot by our ego. Our ego keeps us in this existence of physicality. Ego essentially is what enables us to see ourselves as an autonomous, separate being, but we've attached very strongly to that. So again, these people who have hurt us are ironically, those who are so deep in a lack of forgiveness for themselves or others that they be some become so attached to their ego that they will do anything to defend themselves and protect themselves and not think of others. So they weren't able to treat you how you deserved, or they hurt other people. So with that understanding, we can then have this practice of, okay, I want to forgive. I want to forgive this past partner. I want to forgive this family member, but in this lifetime, it's not possible because I can't see them in person because they become unsafe, dangerous for me to subject myself to. So I go to the higher realm and I visit them there. And it even could be, it could even be somebody that you're worried about their soul, their well-being. you know, maybe somebody that you've lost to a drug addiction or something. And you feel, oh my gosh, I, I feel like I've, I've lost this person as I knew them before. I feel like they're, they're poor soul. I I've been there before with siblings, with again, past partners where I feel this concern of, gosh, I hope they feel very lost in this lifetime, very disconnected from their soul. And that's where you can do this exercise to bring yourself peace 
and also forgive. Cause again, with, with different people, like let's say you have a, a partner or a sibling with an addiction, it's devastating to watch, but also frustrating. You can be angry because when people get, get in that state, again, it's purely an ego. So they're just living to survive. They're not able to think about other people. They disconnect from that. And they're just purely trying to get by which any way they found, which is through addiction. We can visit them on the soul level and they can tell us, Hey, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm always here in my pure essence, as are you. We're playing out this little drama on the earth plane, but remember me this way. And remember that you will find me here again after this experience, this earth trip ends. We'll meet back in the soul plane and I'll see you there. I found these exercises to be very powerful for forgiveness and for gaining peace around a situation. Again, whether it's a family member that you're disconnected from or a past partner where things didn't end well and there was no closure and you're angry at them or you're worried about them and you can't seem to let go of resentment, visit their soul, visit their soul essence on the soul plane, whether it's in meditation or sitting under that tree out in nature and just having that quiet moment where you recognize the light in me sees the light in you. Just as sure as I have my soul, I know that you have your soul. No matter how dark someone seems to get, there is nothing that is outside of the light. There is love and everything. It can just get quite a shadow cast on it in this physical world, but I promise it's always there and you can always reconnect with it to get the peace that you deserve. This is for you. It's not for them. If they're so far gone in this lifetime with such a strong shadow, they're not seeking to find peace. They're not seeking for forgiveness. If you are, that means that you are on your spiritual path and your journey. If you're listening to this and you're ready to connect with those souls that you'd like to forgive, but can't directly in this lifetime, it's because your soul is yearning for its true experience. Your soul is learning, yearning to know itself is what it really is, which is of light of source. So once you know that of yourself, know that every single human being you could ever meet also has that in them because we are all connected. We're all a part of the same thing. So there's nothing outside of it. I promise you, no matter how atrocious people's behavior seems to be, there is still the light because everyone is of the light. This isn't to say that if you don't feel ready to forgive somebody, that's completely your choice. All I'm offering is, as I said before, that that anger is a heavy burden to carry and it only impacts us. Sometimes it feels like anger is almost, they call it self-righteous anger, where you're like, I deserve this. And, and anger can almost feel empowering, but it's, it's, a, uh, it's a painful empowerment. If you think about it, whenever I'm angry, it's, it feels very fiery, which isn't very comfortable to be in, encased in flames. <laughs> so just something to explore for those who are, would like to forgive would like to make peace with people in their life, but feel like they can't do so, who feel worried about a loved one who's lost an addiction or a loved one who is at their end of life and is suffering. And you don't know how to make peace with watching this pain and suffering, meet them on the soul level, meet them on the soul plane and they'll find you there. And they'll tell you, Hey, don't worry. I'm fine. This is the physical experience I chose to have in this lifetime. We'll all meet back up there after the show's over. That's my thought, at least. And it, it's you know, a common school thought of common school of thought. Those who have 
come into awareness about the true nature of our being is that we choose, you know, we make soul contracts about what souls we'll engage with and the roles that will play out and the dramas that we'll experience. And then we all meet back afterwards for a big laugh about it, which I don't mean to be insensitive. Some people incur horrific treatment and horrific experiences, but the idea is that the soul doesn't know good from bad. It just looks for the feeling and the experience. And because they, it separates from oneness, oneness, consciousness from the light, from the, from the totality of light, we're always a part of the light, but we move from totality of light into an essence of light, which experiences duality, which is what feels like good and bad, but ultimately it's all a part of the whole thing. So if you found yourself in the dark and it's a terrible experience, I'm not minimizing that. And if it doesn't, this doesn't resonate with you to forgive those or see those in a different, in the light of soul light, follow your path, follow what feels true to you. I just wanted to offer this for whoever it might connect with. And now I'd like to pull an Archangel Oracle card from uh, this deck by Doreen Virtue to see what wants to come through for this reading. So let's see, can we please get one card for the highest good and greatest guidance for all listening? One card. Hmm. This card is called Career Transition, Archangel Chamuel. Your life purpose is triggering a blessed career change. Wow, isn't that interesting? It feels kind of off topic, yet, you know, perhaps the reason you're hearing this is that whether it's a career change or another big change, sometimes it's hard to carry. As they say, you can't move into the future carrying the baggage of the past. Think of the future as a doorway and you say, okay, I'm ready to move into it. Maybe it's with this career change. Maybe your life is about to take an entirely new chapter, a new experience. Maybe you move into a new way of earning a living and using your tools and you decide to make a big change. Maybe you're listening to this and you're ready to, to start thinking about a new career or a big new path in your life, career path. And you decide you want to move forward, but you have this baggage. You have these things that are holding you back. Forgiveness is often the answer. It can be forgiveness of ourselves too. Sometimes we have to forgive ourselves for perceived failures or shortcomings or mistakes or regrets or guilt. And then we can meet ourselves on the soul level. We can take ourselves to that level and see ourselves as the radiant, perfect, unharmable self and see our glorious beauty and be able to say, you know what? There's nothing to be upset about. Every single choice I've made direction I've taken was for my highest good to get where I am today. So if we can make this piece, then we can maneuver with these changes, with a career change. You know, I don't know why this card came out for this. I mean, again, I think it does indicate like forgiving so you can move forward, but Hey, whoever's listening, maybe it's your time for a career change. It's the age of that trying new things. And if you're listening and you're spiritually inclined, I really believe that we are here to birth and offer new concepts of how to earn a living. I think it's a time for people to take risks and do things that are kind of perceived as outlandish to earn a living, to live our life, that we don't have to stick with the same paradigms that we have. There's only so many occupations, right? And we're getting tired of them. They don't suit everybody yet. We stick to them because it's what we know. So maybe you'll be a trailblazer and one of those that creates a new type of job or occupation. But before you do that, maybe consider forgiving 
some people in your life, releasing some of the anger, making some peace so you can, you can move confidently and with peace of mind into this new era, this new chapter. All right, everybody. I hope this was helpful. Have a beautiful day. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.